It ain't just restaurants no more. Like you can get fat. They'll they'll hit the fucking drive through for you. That's what's up. This is like a fucking Uber Eats commercial. <laughs> Y'all niggas cut that motherfucking cut check. The shit of that. 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 I don't want your souls and I do not want your gold. I just do it for the free, my nigga. Don't trip. Don't trip. I do it for the free, my nigga. Don't trip. Don't trip. I do it for the free, my nigga. Don't trip. What is up, people? This is your host, BC, Amateur Time Traveler, aka OG Ben Kenobi. When you see me in the streets, please, 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 please act like you don't know me. Because I'm an introverted extrovert, and I just want you to respect the science. That shit hard. B. Jones, once again. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. Lucky number four. Every time, bro. Let's get yeah. to the shits. But this is for the free. Aye, 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 aye. I just do it for the free, my nigga. Don't trip. I can't, I can't remember the name. C.O. Smooth? Troy. Yeah. T-Roy. T-R-O-Y. They reminisce over you. I didn't even ask you. Like you, But you brought the... What, what made you bring it up? Uh, we were talking about music. We were talking about like the feelings that music can involve. Oh yeah, we sure were. Yeah, yeah, and I guess and so that was just like one that just gets that gets that feeling out of you. Yeah, cause okay, so like you know, with the juxtaposition of the example you brought up was gospel music and feeling the Holy Spirit, but there is music that would be considered secular that can also give you that same feeling. And then I agreed. And then that's that's one of the songs for me. Like when that beat drop, bro. Not even when the beat drop. Like that would have been a song I would have been satisfied with no like drums. Yeah. Cause that fucking horn. For a spell, or shall I say, think back yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track. Uh-huh. The birth of a child on the 8th of October, like my toast. That. But my granddaddy came sober. Crazy Count that. all the fingers and the toes. Now I suppose uh-huh. you hope the little black boy grows. Yeah. Talk to me. Like, as soon as I hear that horn, it's like it sounded like Jesus coming back, bro. Like, you know, they said the yeah. trumpets will sound. <laughs> like, yeah. it feels like that, bro. Nah, I feel you. I 100% feel you. Yeah. Like, it's a it's, it's certain songs, more than a handful of songs. And it, all, and it depends on the moment, but yeah, I it's, agree. It's, it's way more than a handful of songs that, like, you know, when you listen to them at the right time or whatever, or when you some of them when you listen to them, period. Yeah, you just get that feeling. You get goosebumps, or it like take you back. You get that nostalgic feeling, butterflies in your stomach, whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah, and it's a lot of tracks, but that track is like super dope. That track specifically, like, it's not one that I would say that like I, it always just gets me the way that you say it, mm-hmm. but. It just specifically reminds me of, of a, a time, yeah, of a moment. There was one time where that song just like came in. It was like super perfect. It was like a long time ago, just like kicking in me and my nigga Danny, and we went to this bar and we were just having a casual night. And I was like wearing like <laughs> oh, we're like regular pants, like some, Real, I don't know, regular nigga. Down. I can't even remember what the fuck I was wearing back. What what the fucking swag was at that time. <laughs> Some cargo shorts and a button up. I don't know. Probably, yeah. probably no cargo shorts. But maybe like some khakis and a button up or some jeans and a button yeah. up. That was kind like of the move. Or the it was before AF1s and shorts time in the starchy. It, was, it wasn't that, it wasn't that far back. Okay. This is like maybe like, uh, like maybe like five years 
Now I'm intrigued. Like, I want to know. Yeah, I want to remember it. Yeah, this is like five or six years. It changed so much. I it can't has. remember what I was At least wearing. it wasn't a tall T, bro. It At least it wasn't tall T era. You good. I know I wouldn't wear no tall T. Yeah. It wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't that casual. I wasn't casual. <laughs> 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 they get extra, extra casual. But I don't know. But I was wearing some regular. Just say I was wearing some regular shit. <laughs> yeah. was, uh, we went to this, uh, to this bar, restaurant. Shit was dope. We drank. The dude who Danny knew, he knew the bartender and all that stuff. So we just throwing back shots or whatever. Uh, he pull out, you know what I'm saying, the loud pack, and we walking down the street to another bar, and we go to that bar. He's like drinks on him. We meet this DJ who's like, at the time at least, is one of the biggest DJs in Dallas, if not Texas. So we meet with him, chopping up with him, play him in pool and drink with him. He's like. Well, I'm DJing over at this other spot tonight. Just like wrote his name like on his business card and gave it to us. He was like, just show us at the door, they'll let you in. Damn. And yeah, so he gave all of us a card and um yeah, so we went to another bar and this dude was just like buying out the bar. This is when I found out what a three legged monkey was. Like, have you ever had a three legged monkey? Is that a drink? Yeah, it's a drink. Yeah, it's and I don't know what it is about three legged monkeys. They get you fucked up. Really fucking fast. Probably three liquors in there. If I really had to, fucking. If I had fast. to surmise. Yeah, but this was his, <laughs> so this was this dude's yeah. like favorite drink. So we just doing three legged monkeys. Just three legged monkey. He's buying. So it's like three legged monkeys for everybody. Everybody like just constantly buying each other back to back to back to back. And then we go. So we go to another bar. And then we go to this club. And it's like some shit I didn't even know like existed. I'm used to going to like clubs with niggas probably don't end up fighting and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Facts. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, a couple of niggas performing and like a whole bunch of shit like that. No, this wasn't nothing like that. Yeah. This is like real bouncer. Everybody's wearing, all the dudes are wearing like suits and shit like that. And all the chicks are wearing like tight black dresses. And like, I'm pretty sure everybody there was wearing like black or white. Every single person there. It might have been a black and white party. I don't know. But. <laughs> I'm wearing regular nigga shit. Like I'm pretty sure my shirt was probably like blue or some shit. And like, yeah. And uh, and the other like the other two dudes, they weren't just like super dressed up or nothing like that. So we get to the door, dressed like that. They're like, no, you can't come here with them shoes. You can't wear that shit. You can't come here with them shoes. Oh, you remember yeah. that episode of the Boot <laughs> yeah. when Martin Luther King came back? <laughs> yeah. You can't come here with them shoes. <laughs> Tell you right now, you ain't getting in with them shoes. What's wrong with my shoes? Excuse me, sir. I'm Martin Luther King. And I'm Malcolm X, nigga. You still ain't getting in here with them shoes. Yeah, the nigga tried to pull it. He tried to die. He tried to MLK a nigga, me. He tried to MLK me. Nigga couldn't get his... Couldn't rock it. I was wearing like some fucking polo. You know what I'm saying? They wore tennis shoes, but it was polos, B. They weren't polo boots. They was like, You can't come shoes. in here with them shoes. Couldn't come in here with the motherfucking shoes, B. <laughs> I, I, I still have some animosity about that. You but should. the nigga Get like, But we showed the nigga, we showed this nigga um, the cards, and he goes, talk to somebody else, and then comes back, and he's like, All right, but next time. You can't wear those shoes. <laughs> Next time. I know you MLK, but you can't, can't come, come in, in with, with the shoes. shoes. <laughs> so long story short, we in this bitch wear whatever 
And we the only niggas dressed like that. Everybody else is dressed to the to the nines. Or so. <laughs> like, but they like, but it's not like uh like a like a ritzy function. Like they party and music blaring and shit like that. And it's like so many. It's like a fucking scene out of a movie. Like I was just waiting for the moment where like they drop that one song. Everybody look at each other, <laughs> turn into vampires, and then start killing us because we're <laughs> regular. Like it was like some Unreal. rave shit. Like people in there. I remember, I remember more three-legged monkeys just down in them holes. I probably drink like forty. Like I don't know, Damn. probably not forty, but maybe like a good like seventeen, probably. Damn. Okay. That probably, <laughs> once you get over thirteen, it might as well be forty. Yes. Once you get over a certain number, it might yeah. as well be a million. I was like, I was nowhere near good to drive. So yeah. I mean, but I wasn't driving, so it don't matter because yeah. we we was parked and he stayed down the street. And at the time, I was staying pretty much down the street as well. But yeah, so we so we drinking. At one point, I go because this place has multiple bars. I go to the other bar on the other side. Some girl just grabs me, just starts dancing with me, and then like some, and then somebody taps me on my shoulder. Like super hard, like aggressive. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And I turn around, and it's another chick, and she just like looks at me and like gives me like the sexy like no no like the no 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 You're finger with me now. No, like she was like she's mine, and then like oh. that shit, and then goes and grabs her and like starts dancing with her, and then like I try to walk off, and then they grab me, and then we all just start dancing. It was it was the crazy. It was like a movie. It was like a motherfucking. Movie. So you know what that song is? It's an official song on the soundtrack to your life. Because you had such an epic night, and out of all you, yeah, out of all those details even, you remember, but that's not even that's not even that's not even the end of it. That's what I mean, I'm saying. Not, it, I mean, it's nothing even really major. It's just just think about that. Just more, 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 more partying, that's, and then I go, and then I go to sleep, and then my phone is like going off, going off, going off. Mind you, I'm at the townhouse. This is at the townhouse. My phone yeah. is like going off, going off, going off. Then I hear somebody honking their horn. I'm like, what the fuck? I pick up the phone. It's these two niggas. They're like, dude, get up. Come on, bro. We're not finished. It's like fucking like eight, nine. Well, no, it's probably not. It's probably like nine, ten in the morning. And we're like, we probably, I probably went to sleep at like maybe four or five, if that. Damn. And the only reason I went to sleep that early is because I stayed like right down the street, like right down the street. So I just like pretty much walked out and passed out. But yeah, so we get up and then we go back to another bar and then we're eating like nachos and shit like that, like hangover food and shit like that. And and then he's like buying, trying to get us to do more shots. We eventually did more shots at like 10 in the fucking morning. And then we go to another bar after that, meet some uh, NHL player who's there, he buys us all shots. He does, like, some kind of fireball shots or some shit. So we all do that shit, some cinnamon-tasting-ass shit. And then, but that's what I'm mentioning, though. Like, out of such an epic night that you can remember so vividly and that was so pivotal, I'm sure you heard a lot of music that night. Yeah. But you remember that song. That song, when you hear it, it evokes a feeling. It might be some other songs from that night that might do yeah, it. Yeah, but it was just that at the end of all of that, when I was finally like just completely fucked up, when it was all over, when I was relieved, I was like, oh my God, I'm away from this nigga and I can stop like <laughs> drinking and stop like partying. It was fun. It was awesome. <laughs> it was, yeah. But in the moment, I was like, okay, I'm bored the fuck out. We headed back and I just remember having my shades on, just like seat back, like dazed out, just staring out the window. And then Danny plays that p Rock song. And I'm just like staring out the sun. It's like, you know, midday. It's probably like, you know, 11, So it's in the high morning. in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like perfect. It was like a ride off into the, into the sun, right off into the day. And it's the, that's like a perfect song for that. Like, 
So I get it. Because after something, like I said, it's something as vivid as that, something as dope as that, and it's like, but that moment still was able to bring back, it was a moment. You know what I'm saying? Enough for you to remember it. Like, you hear yeah. that song, it's like, oof. That song does that to me. That's one of the few songs that, like, no matter what time, what setting, how I'm feeling when I hear it, it's I never turn it. I don't song. get tired of it. Like that song was perfect. I listened yeah. to everything. It's just like it was the perfect, like the ribbon, you know, so the mm, bow, mm-hmm. just to tie everything off. Because it was like I was like fucked up and I was like hungover, but I wasn't like miserable hungover or nothing. I didn't throw up or nothing like that. So I guess I wasn't really hungover. I wanted to throw up, but I didn't throw up. <laughs> And I just drank a lot of water. I always and I was drinking a lot of water there too, and yeah. I pissed like a. That's race. the that's the key to I success. I piss all the time. That's the key to success. When once I open that seal, my bad. Yeah. No, I was just saying once you once you drinking like you gotta hydrate. That's what people fuck up. They just drink, 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 and it's like yeah. you gotta flush that shit. Be. <laughs> yeah. Like even if you just take a couple sips of some water in between each drink, a shot or whatever, like. Yeah, like every like two or three shots, I try to drink like a glass of a full glass of water. I tell people, or like bro, a full bottle of water. Drinking is a contact sport. Like if you really finna be <laughs> out here, like nigga, you gotta hydrate. Like if you, yeah, you, you gotta feel like train. You wake up feel like you got beat up, in right? Day. And that's just the hydrate. You sucked all the water out your body. Your head is is tight. Your eyes, everything is is starving. PSA people brought to you by For the Free. Drink responsibly. Dehydrated. <laughs> <Shit. laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> that's facts though, bro. Yeah, real life facts. But yeah, that song like soundtrack to my life. Yeah, that's like a a great song. Yeah. I'll put it in the So if you had to like okay, so that was the song I picked. If you had to pick a song, like that just, Catacombs, huh? If you just had to pick a song that was like that Kind of somewhat invoke that feeling, like no matter when you hear it, where you hear it. Liberation by Outkast. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Never change it. You'll never change that song or turn it off. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. I love that song. That song is awesome. I agree. I can work out to that song. I can listen to that song when I'm happy. I can listen to that song when I'm feeling down, when I'm frustrated, whatever. All purpose. Because you can feel like you can listen to it, feel like some you can feel liberated, or you can listen to it and feel even when you pissed off and feel like somebody understands what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Like it encompasses all of that. Yeah. Unless you shake that load off and whatnot. I agree, man. As long as I listened to that actually yesterday. I was riding on my way back. Do you have any other songs? Uh I know for sure as far as that feeling, two songs come to mind right now. It's uh really three. So Slum Village, Climax, uh, Tribe Called Quest, Electric Re- Relaxation. Yeah. Words. That's, that's a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> Electric Relaxation, um, Souls of Mischief. Damn, I can hear the song. They come out of Oakland. We're hailing out of Oakland, California. I, I can't think of the name of the song, but <laughs> that song. And then um, I think that's it as far as it comes from. I don't know if that was four or five or three, but. It don't matter. Those are both oh. songs. <laughs> the last one is Queen Latifah, Just Another Day. You did bring that up earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah that song's amazing. Those are some dope tracks. You got to, yeah. I'll probably, <laughs> yeah, what, so what else I say? I got the Outcast Liberation. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely one. Yeah. All day. That's one that's like automatic. Michael Jackson, Dirty Diana. That song goes harder than a bitch. Woo, that's, that's a, yeah. Heart and Soul. That Drop song. that. Yeah, that's not good. Um, Gucci Mane, first day out. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Give me a. That's all. Give me wild. Okay. Up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I I just well prepared, but bacon soda pot at the silver fork. 
You were already low. It's time to go to work. Yeah, that nigga went. He wasn't even on that album. I had to hit the Google. So, Souls of Mischief is 93 till infinity. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. 93. 93 till infinity. Yeah, that, that's a dope uh, track. Bro, a classic. Bro, but do, have you heard the Slum Village Climax? Yeah. They got a couple songs, but. Slum Village, yeah. They, you know, they was what they was, but J, JD was. I like, uh, my song is, uh, I'm calling. Baby. Selfish. Selfish. Yeah. How to. Yeah, that, that, I mean, they had some cuts. Oh, and, my. Internal group beef. Yeah. I remember, rest in peace, by ten passed away. It's a it's a lot of them and, it's, and there's a bunch of them that if I'm like in the moment, like certain moments, they just come on at they come on at that right time. It's like, yeah, you feel it. It just like sync up with your heartbeat or some shit. Yeah, it's like you just really feel that shit. Yeah, the but lit- I love music. I yeah. love music. Man. The I'm literal catching of a vibe, though. I know people say that shit is overused and it's down a third, but it's you know, vibe vibration. Like. I don't. That's something I won't let become cliche. Like I hate that people are using it and people getting tired of it. To me, that denotes cliche. Like nah, niggas really need to catch vibes, bro. Yeah. Like it's not a fad. <laughs> <laughs> they go esoteric Jones trying to come out, but it's not a fad. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you gotta catch the vibe because if you ain't, you know what I'm saying? If you just off, you just out here off beat. Whatever the vibe is, every beat is different. You just gotta find that wave, yeah, and ride that bitch. Yeah, feel me? I don't know how I got on that. <laughs> <laughs> tangent, tangent. But um, mm-hmm. what would you put Big Mo in your in your? What we fall? Y'all who ain't heard of me? Yeah, it's the Mo we the Barra baby. Uh, he probably not top hundred though. You wouldn't even put him top hundred. You talking about him? Okay. Are we uh, him as an artist or that song? Or are you talking about a specific song? No, just him as an artist. Oh yeah, as an artist, he's not top one hundred. Big Mo, roll up a blunt. I put I put H A Dub K over Mo. What I H A Dub K over Mo any day, bro. I done sailed the Atlantic, swung the what is it? Swam the Pacific. Yeah, the Pacific. Swung <laughs> <swam> the <laughs> Pacific. Sold a bird to Egypt, drew it up at hieroglyphics. I got dollars on my mind. Yeah. A battle, inflation, huh? a project living thug with, with a college, college education. I didn't sell the Atlantic. Ha. Swam yeah. the Pacific. Yeah. Sold a bird in Egypt, drew it up in yeah. hieroglyphics. Pacific, I still sip service, slang cheese. I even heard my flows being yeah. said in Chinese. Nigga, please, I'm real. I used to be managed. My tongue flipping so hard, you think that how can speak in Spanish? What? Oh, bro. Okay, I mean, honestly, uh, and I, I hate to mention him in light of life, but he sold a bird in Egypt and drew did. it up hieroglyphics, <laughs> my nigga. That uh, nigga, you gotta be at least, you gotta at least be level one hundred for that. <laughs> Can he be? Level, he might be ninety nine. Can he be hundred? Uh, Can he at least be ninety nine? <laughs> he might be ninety nine, but I just I know for a fact no, I can you. think uh, of. I'm not, just fucking yeah, with you because he, he just because Texas rap. Texas it's rap, it, 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 it holds a, a certain place in my heart. Not even Texas, so like, that's Houston. Because yeah. Dallas is very different yeah, 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 versus yeah, Austin. Yeah, you Houston. know, yeah, especially that's Houston. Houston. We got to yeah, put the name. Got to put that respect yeah. on it. H time. Yeah, <laughs> got to put that respect on it, bro. They got they they literally cre- created their own wave, and it's still yeah. vibing. It's still vibing, and it influences a lot of rap today. Yeah, like Drake and a bunch of other yeah. people, but like even Travi. Like to me, Travis Scott, like. Yeah, it's of clear. course. He's from music. Yeah, it's clear. Because, you know, people be from somewhere and then be trying to sound like they from somewhere else. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
I, yeah, I like I like trap, but yeah. But as far as Houston shit, if we we can go down that road, bro, because I was just listening to my fucking little Kiki peeping in my window. <laughs> that bitch was hard, bro. Yeah. I mean, even though it was a freestyle, you know, to me that was the charm of like just getting on a track and rapping for twelve minutes, no hook. Like I liked to hear a nigga stumble. I kind of liked to hear a nigga be a little off because I, I kind of like where this is going. So like, let's see who let's just let's who your favorite like like who are your favorite Houston artists? All right, in no particular order. Yeah, no particular order because okay. this is like on the spot. So we're probably gonna be coming up with them as we go. Kiki Hawk. Yeah. Zero. Um. Man, you might not remember Youngster. It was this nigga named Youngster. Sipping that lean back before niggas was really talking about like they talking like yeah. you know that's H Town that was yeah that you was, know what I mean that was in, yeah. so like a lot of these niggas I'm naming probably ain't even around no more because yeah. of that shit but um and then Trade the True like that ABN Zero and fucking Trey collabs yeah, bro yeah yeah uh, shout out to Trey uh shout out to Zero didn't shout it? out to Zero man he on he out of out of, he gone for a minute and yeah, that nigga talk about it yeah he gone. But, but yeah, if I just some good music out in these streets. Yeah, if I just had to name, yeah, and zero, probably number one, off of sheer volume. I don't know if sometimes you can just he has a out lot volume of music. a nigga. He has a lot of music in these streets. Sometimes you can have I, like when you have a, a catalog like, like that, nigga. Though, like you I feel have like really though, a lot of them niggas, If you really just. Uh, Delve all of them. All that's like one of the things about a lot of those Asian artists. They yeah. got music on music on music, and then you got to think about all the Swisher House tapes and all that type of well, stuff. Well, that's why I have it? to ask. Like, do you differentiate like when you're talking about catalog? So, like for me, mixtape and album. I know it's skewed nowadays, but mixtape and album aren't the same thing. Well, for Asian so, for Asian artists, to me, I well, I, no, I, and that's that's my point with zero. The reason I'm asking that is because his weren't mixtapes. This nigga yeah, was albums. legitimately dropping. I think the nigga has like eighteen albums. Yeah, that's not. I'm not even. I haven't even counted mixtapes and collabs with Trey. Yeah. So, I guess my question for you, as you know, what I'm saying on the production side, too, is it possible like you might not be the best nigga, but you just the hardest working nigga, so you get your name in the conversation just off of sheer work. Not saying he don't have bars. Yeah, because I fuck with but, Zero. Zero make a lot yeah. of good music, a lot of memorable music. So. I don't know, like, cause to me, uh, Can't it just don't out play. album in a nigga, like, get no. you in the conversation. Okay, because Ace Hood. How many does he have? He has a lot of albums. Does he really? Ace Hood has a I lot. I thought of he albums. had maybe one. No, Ace Hood. No, really. No, maybe like one time. Maybe that's the guy eight. I'm sleeping on. I've never. He never piqued my interest, so I've never listened to him. But yeah, so yeah, that's a testament to just to be able to put out that many albums independently. Still, like, I don't know. When that nigga raps, I would just believe it, bro. I believe it, and he clever with it. Then he sing with it. You can still feel that pimp, even though you know they from Port Arthur. That's the only guys. That's the reason I didn't mention it. Like I know people try to lump them all together, but Port Arthur is Port Arthur. Like <laughs> it's not Houston. So even though they they did a lot of work together, I never put them together. Yeah, just to bring it back real quick, Asa. Yeah. I'm looking. How many you got? Um. It's showing a lot. It's showing like twenty, but it's probably not that many. It can't be like it might it can't be because I didn't. I didn't know. It's a discography. Let's see, straight up albums. Gutter, ruthless, blood, sweat, and tears, trials and tribulations. Okay, that's four albums. So that's not that many. 
But still, for nobody to give a fuck about you, that's a lot. And then he had all these, he has a shit ton of mixtapes. A shit ton of mixtapes. And he had, and he had features out the ass. You know what I'm saying? T-Pain, Rick Ross, Trey Songs, Akon, all kinds of people. And he had fucking DJ Khaled behind him. He had, he put out a lot of music. He put out a lot of music. And nobody gives a fuck about Ace right now. No disrespect, B. I just counted 34 albums for zero. And I stopped. <laughs> because it started going into mixtapes. Yeah. But see, but to me, they don't. I mean, some of them might. Some of those with might zero, be skewed. With yeah. zero, it does because zero is putting out quality music. But just in general, yeah, I was out, out to that original question. Album a nigga, uh, yeah. Like I mean, hard work can like outbeat talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But ultimately, at least not in my book, I can't just say a nigga has this much. Album. You know, it's like when you go to the mall and the nigga be like, "Hey, buy my album." Videos, homie. Videos, DVD. CDs, Masterpiece, Charlie's Angels. Twelve bucks, I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm. And you look at him, you give him a stale face, like, bro. Yeah. It's twenty three songs. Like nobody looks at shit like that. Nobody looks at an album like that. Nobody's like, oh, it's twenty three songs. Well, that's Ask like twenty. Chris- that's twenty three dollars worth of music. Well, here's twelve dollars. Ask Chris Brown. He knows. <laughs> but he's doing that for the fans, and he's at a point where people are willing to like digest this shit. It's a lot of people who've been. He has that fan base, but yeah. like off top, you're not about to sell no shit. No, I remember no, no. I was me and my going my, me and my nigga Danny. Somebody pretty much commissioned us they, to produce some songs for their son. He's a rapper, and that's what how they were like proposing to us. They were like, "Yeah, we're doing this double album." It's like people. It's like and so that's that's two albums worth of music, two for one, and so. You know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna help boost the sales and this thing. Like nobody looks at nobody looks at music like that. Like especially from a new artist. Like nobody looks at music like that. If anything, honestly, I'm and maybe this is just a theme in my life. Especially if I don't know you, I'm exhausted. I like yeah. I know Chris Brown and I'm exhausted at forty. Yeah. So if I have no clue and I'm not really just in that mood, yeah. Because what a new artist is like, you really want the best, and it's best for the artist and it's best for you to find their best song as soon as possible. Yeah. Or their most catchy, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, the most appealing song as soon as possible. And if you give me two 20-song albums packed into one and I've never even heard of you, I'm not trying to fish through 40 songs to find what might not even be one good track, one song that actually appeals to me. Yeah, that's dreadful. But like, but yeah, it just doesn't automatically translate like that, at least not to my book. Yeah. It may be different for a lot of people. I can see how it could be, but yeah. nah. I'd rather, I'll pick somebody with a dope single or a dope EP over somebody with 15 albums any day. I agree. I, I think that's just what makes Zero so cold because it's like, you put out this volume and not every album was a smash. Like, don't get me wrong. Some of mine was kind of like, yeah, uh, like it was one. I think it was called Power. Uh, not so much, but finally, I found me was amazing. Like, all right, this the time. And I don't know what happened with Zero Man because he, to me, he never got as big as he should have. Like I thought he was out of here after he did that hook with Pimp C and uh, <laughs> Jay Z. Oh yeah, good weed, good drink. Well, he did a couple days because I was a player. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He killed that hoe, and then Jay on that bitch riding. Then you got Pimp on that bitch riding. I was like, yeah, he out of here. Yeah, but that throws on that song. Yeah. I thought he was really gonna take over that. I don't know, man. He, I guess he never made a. It felt. It feels like he never made a full choice to lead the streets, and I don't know if that was by choice or by force, but. I think that fucked him, honestly. 
Yeah, that fucks a lot of people, unfortunately. But I think that's what made his music what it was. Like that's why I say when he raps, I believe him. So I when that, that pain, like certain notes, when he kind of harmonizing like pimp, like you feel it, bro. Like I would love to hear him and Crit. I would love to hear him and Crit do something together. That yeah. should have just be dripped. That'd be the fucking Anthony Hamilton track of screwed up Texas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it would be soulful as fuck. Yeah, that was one. That was a album that I forgot to bring up last week when you asked me what I was listening to lately. That big red album was hard. Man, approach. I need to listen some more. I I, I listened to it twice and I, it smashes. But I feel like if I keep listening, because honest, I'm I'm that type of person. Like when something drop and I like it, like I could listen to it for eight hours straight, not taking a break from it. Like literally, just that album is. And for some reason, I didn't do that with Crit. I yeah. I gave him like. Two solid, strong listen-throughs. And I think I jumped back to something else. That dollar sign, actually. So, I need to listen to that crit again, man. You had to pick a song. What would it be? Mm, the second half of Sub and Stein. That shit goes so hard to me. It's so smooth. It reminds me of Pimp C. That's why I like crit, man. He's doing it for the ancestors, bro. <laughs> for the motherfucking ancestors. He's doing it for the ancestors, man. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to listen again because I can't even think of what that beat sounds like. Yeah. Is it, yeah, the, the first half of it is straight. It's, it, it's cool. It's a solid track, but the second half, it just gets so smooth. Then I heard boom from the amplifier. Oh, my soul, been knocking it. Bang from the lows to the highs. It shakes the whole frame. No the old school no whip is swing whenever That's I come no through. No I've been basing all night. Cause when I'm at you on the creep, for a speaker freak, let me, let me eat you all her lows just to hit her peak on the light, back up in the back seat, tweet us where the stash be, I can't hear no lames over this bang, so please don't ask me about- You know another song, this is kind of random pop-up, but that like, when I hear it, it evokes a feeling, like- What's that? It's Outkast, actually, it's um, The Art of Storytelling Part 2, not Part 1, Part What's 2, one not that? the one with Slick Rick, remember they did the Part 1 was, like, they- did so, the song and remixed it with Slick Rick. So the second one. The so, second one was, um, uh, baby, do you hear that? Yeah, baby, I heard it too. Look out the window, the golly, the sky is electric blue. Mother Earth is crying, crying, crying because of you. Racing yeah. cats and jackals, my shackles disintegrate. The, the residue, residue. Yeah. silly mortals having the clue as to what the fuck is going. Man, look, yeah, that's <laughs> going the look, I know that whole verse. Andre killed it. Yeah, I like the first one too. Though. Big boy did, yeah, no, and that's the crazy part. Like the first one. I actually, when that album first came out, I liked the first one better than the second one. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I appreciate part two. Yeah. Understanding part one is still dope, but part two now is the, had, that's the one I'm going to go to first. Yeah, I like both of them. I like that whole fucking album. Yeah, oh man, that's come on. That's A.T. Elliott's. No, that's Equimina. Is it Equimina? That's Equimina. Yeah, okay. Yeah, A.T. Elliott's was Elevators. And then you had Spody, O.D. Dopealicious on that hoe. That's Equimina. Was that a Quimini? Yeah. So that's a, yeah. Rosa Parks. Yeah, that's Part a one, part two. Yeah, yeah. So that's all Equimini. But I even listen to shit. Southern playlist of Cadillac music, man. Yep. <laughs> like I go back with them like that. Like I mean, I already say that. Three stacks is my is the is the goat in my mind. So I'd never argue. I'd never argue anybody who said that. 
I yeah. can't. You 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 can't. And then it was hard. <laughs> One more album would have been good, but I respect it. I'm thankful for what we got. We didn't deserve Andre, <laughs> bro. We yeah. really didn't. I mean, and that's. A, I mean, if you just count the whole Outcast, like that's a, a lot of music. A lot. And then he did a lot of features. And then did a movie. Yeah, a couple of movies. But they gave us entertainment. It was like Four Brothers. Out of Wild, Out of Wild was good. Wild. I'm talking about yeah, as far as music too, because that even that soundtrack, I count that because Out of Wild smash. Is he supposed to be Jimi Hendrix or something? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it? Oh, he already did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he already okay. did it. I don't. I never saw that. They didn't. They didn't really. <clears throat> they didn't really hype it. Like people like that are three K fans. Like we knew about it, so we was waiting for that big promotion and that big push. It never came. Yeah, because I remember seeing like the commercial where show it was like him sitting down on the couch, like backstage for an interview or something like that, yeah. or in a dressing room or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't remember. They didn't push it, it like that. Release. Yeah. So it went like it wasn't. It went to Netflix pretty quick. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to check for that. I'm gonna check for that tonight. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So let's see. What about Lil Flip though? Back bringing it back to the Texas rap. Wesley. <laughs> um. <laughs> Lil Flip taking trips to Cancun, dropping takes. My cartoon coming soon. Mm. Blowing up like a hot air balloon, living in a penthouse with twenty five rooms. Twenty five. T I happen. T I did happen. That's all I can say about Flip, man. Like, but he, he, he could be in the conversation. He, had, but that but he, didn't he like jump to y'all and everything? He didn't survive the beef, though. Yeah. From from an optical standpoint. Yeah, T.I. He put him on the Summer Jam screen, didn't he? He did. He was an Ethiopian. He put he his did. face on the Ethiopian body. But Tip barred him. Tip just barred him. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. it. I remember, I remember multiple niggas. And then we Tip was just like rising. Yeah, it used to be squads. Like either you was Team Little Flip or you was Team Man. Tip. You know what I'm saying? But like, I knew niggas outside of that before that beef. That was just like Little Flip all the way. Yeah, niggas, it was like Little Flip. Hey, don't get me wrong. I fuck with Little Flip. But I remember a nigga told me Little Flip was like legitimately the freestyle king because people. It's, that was a very popular thing. Yeah, to he say. gave himself he that was moniker. Like, was like, bro, he had a he had a seven minute freestyle. I'm like, bro, did you listen to what he said in the freestyle? He literally said. You might see me just laying on the hill. You might see me with Chris and Moet. You might see me with a platinum Rolex. You might see me just laying on the hill. You might see diamonds just laying on my grill. You might see me just playing in the field. I'm the flip, freestyle king. I gotta get a deal. I got flow. You know I got flow. If I ain't in your gal, I'm in the studio. Cause I got flow. You know I got flow. I'm the freestyle king. I ain't no freestyle pro. Like for real, B. Come on, B. Like, yeah. Basically. And and then those kind of arguments is why he do got some splash. He, he had moments. Some splashes, some smashes. Game like, over. It... I mean, game over. Um, Shout out to Sauce Walker. Sauce got it. The kid that did. They know how, yo. The sauce is on the way. I'm bringing out all the bad bitches in the city. Bring all the titties, and I'm coming down that bitch to make somebody mad and shitty. Oh, and... I guess it can be a splash. Yeah, it's <laughs> some splashes. Yeah, he did. But um, I don't know, man. Game over. Tip happened, so it, it's hard. My chips. It's hard with niggas like that, especially when you're just speaking rankings. Cause, so let me tell you what my criteria is. What's the criteria? You and maybe this is old nigger ish, but <laughs> fuck it. Like you had to have been in the beef. Like, and even if you just embody a nigga. 
you can't get slain either. You know, that's why I say LL is up there because he had that beef. And yeah, cannabis barred him to death, but he somehow survived. Whether it's no whatever whatever the cause was, it was something that he did to still survive it. Like whether it's no notoriety, well shit, that nigga just had the brand power. Can't yeah. sleep on that. Yeah, I feel you. It's that's real because I feel like lyrically cannabis had him. Absolutely. But like, yeah, that power, he had that star power. He cultivated a package. So that's like hitting the gym and, and putting on masks, putting on muscle to absorb them blows. Like that's that's it's fighting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he was working out. Yeah, lyrically, it was like, uh, you got barred, but nigga, you still ladies love. You know what I'm ladies saying? Especially that line was like, you know, cool 99% of my fans were high heels. 99% of your fans don't exist. That's not even the <laughs> hardest bar, but it's a fact. <laughs> it was a fact. So he won just off of that little shit. So, okay, that's criteria. I don't even want to go. I don't know how I got into that one. But yeah, you had to have been into a, been in a beef. Kind of withstood it. Um, This is where it gets tricky, but at least one classic album. Something that's that can be defined as classic. Ula Flip? No, I'm just saying that's my criteria uh-huh. as far as like how do, how do I create my list? Like how do I what causes me to rank and file somebody as oh, okay. dope or not? Like those are just my main In the vacuum of H Town space though, like Lil Flip, I feel like Lil Flip would have to be there. Like the Leprechaun. Yeah, if you yeah, if you <laughs> That that was a that classic mixtape. That yeah, and it was fire. Yeah. That's how I got introduced. You remember Tila? Tila. That was Swab. Yeah, I Swab. I was Memphis. Yeah, I just, but he just randomly popped in my head. No, because like, shit, if you want to swing and, you know what I'm saying, hop on the freeway and drive to Memphis, we can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they had Tila, they had the whole Swab House, 8 Ball, MJG, yeah. Mr. Mike, Thorough. Like, they Three had niggas. Mafia, Lord <sighs> Infamous. Yeah. Bam. Like, Project Pad. Project Pad. It's your boy, P A T Z. Bro, Memphis, so to me it's like H-Town got their little hub, Memphis got their little hub, and that shit was all gritty and it was, like I say, just it's something about, especially those two houses, I guess mm. you could say. New Orleans had its thing too. Yeah, we say those three houses. Like, no limit, cash money. I just believed them. I just believed them. Yeah. Like, when Project Pat get up, it's just him looking at that nigga, it's like, yeah, that nigga robbed niggas. After this he nigga, finished this video, he gone, yeah. That's the wild, loud chopper outside the motherfucking <laughs> studio. <laughs> that's why yeah. I stopped talking. I was like, fuck. He just be, he Revenant revs this hoe at the most unruly of hours. It's crazy. People man. with bikes can be rude like that. They don't They don't realize how loud that is to somebody who ain't fucking with a bike every day. To them, that's just, like, y'all got pipes, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know that shit had to pick up. I know that shit picked up on the bike. Yeah, but that's how they ride, bro. Rough riding that Oh, speaking of them, that's another. That was another one. Go yeah, up east. Just like randomly yeah. just branch off. Go yeah, up east. it's just a lot of good music out there. Specifically in hip hop, it was it's like because we all the stuff that we talking about. This was all like. Late nineties, early two th- early two thousands, mm-hmm. and like I feel like that was a great era. Of music. Even as and you know, Screw started in early nineties. Well, yeah, but so they came through literally early nineties into the fucking. Because I remember yeah. my first time in Houston, I thought it was the coolest shit. 
it was something on the radio, um, and it was super southern to me because at the time I was straight Indiana. I was straight like twisting speed not mobsters, speed yeah speed not mobsters and shit. So I come down here and this is like yeah we're gonna break it off for the nine nickel. And I thought it was the coolest thing that he said nine nickel, and then they they start playing some old like super H town shit, and I was like. Damn, this shit been around since. Is it coming up on 25 years? It's been around for a minute, and niggas still doing it. And I remember thinking it was a fad. It was going to fade. I took it back to Indiana. Niggas was clowning me. What the fuck is this? This slow shit. Yeah, like, these niggas. Screwed. Yeah, these niggas is slow and stuttering. Like, they was, like, doing them bad. That's because niggas wasn't sipping lean. <laughs> yeah. You simply need to change your perspective on this shit. Facts. Or even if you just smoking. Yeah, if you just if you just dazed out, you know what I'm saying? You got you some nice indica. Yeah, and I was young. I was in high school, so niggas was young and energetic. And it was too, <laughs> it was too slow, you know what I'm saying, for a nigga. Yeah, especially in the Midwest. Yeah, because we listening to Twister. Yeah, Twister, Crucial Conflict. You understand shit. that contrast? Like, Bone what the thugs fuck? Was yeah. yeah, so that speed shit was in. Yeah. So niggas in the Midwest was not having that screw shit. Now and the house shit and, and oh fucking, yeah, foot yeah. we, foot working. We yeah, so that. like everything was just like up up tempo. Just, yeah. So that shit was not computing. Then they like take that same song, just slow it down, and then like bring 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 it back. Hey, yeah, that I always liked it. I guess I was yeah. meant to be a stoner, bro. Like that shit always was like I was like oh, like I remember cold. certain songs like. Niggas knew like people didn't even know what the regular version sounded like. I had a couple songs. It was like screw song. People knew the screw song more than the regular version. Yep. And then if like y'all were like reciting it, like acapella, you would incorporate the chops when you were reciting it. <laughs> What's your perspective on? And I don't know if it, how well versed. I'm not super well versed, but I, I just was aware of the that whole Swisher House shit once screw died and Michael five thousand watts and niggas was beefing and saying that shit ain't chopped and screwed, it's it's slowed down and they was beefing about him still trying to take the name screw tapes. You don't remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, yeah, I got deep into it for a minute. They was beefing like I can imagine. Yeah. Man. Niggas was like, you know, pretty much Michael Watts, you you still in now that screw died, you trying to come in and steal his shit. Like, call mm-hmm. it something else. You can do it. It's an H-Town sound, but nigga, it ain't screwed. That's oh, so you're just saying, down. like, people outside of Houston was, like, trying to use the art form? No, you know, Michael, Michael 5001, he from Houston. That's the crazy part. Oh, you're saying people get mad People get mad at Michael Watts? Yeah. People mad at Michael Watts for screwing? Yeah. Because you don't remember, like, it was a couple mixtapes with I Trey. It was a couple mixtapes with Trey, you know, that... Chop it up or whatever, slow it down. Yeah. And remember, they even beef with T Pain. That was like, nigga, don't call it, don't say chopped and screw. Like, nigga, that slowed down. If you're not paying direct homage to screw and blah blah blah. Yeah, I do, I do remember yeah. that when because they did that song, they chopped the screw and didn't have nobody from Houston on the song. Yeah. They put like Ludacris on that or some shit. Yeah. But like, I don't remember people getting mad at, at Michael, Michael Five Thousand Watts. Yeah, because it was a whole thing. Like, nigga. Don't call it screw. Like they was beefing him. Like nah, nigga, this slow down. And it was that's why. Um, that's or crazy, slab, man. or then Trey tried to coin the. That's why he had those slabbed mixtapes. Slow loud, slow loud and banging. Yeah, maybe he had that. those different volumes. So it's like, yeah, now nah, we it's slowed down now. Screw dead. So if screw not here, we can't call it screw no more. Like, yeah. that's stupid. Why would you want to keep it alive? H town nigga. It's like I don't know. H town nigga. They said it's the, that's the whole Especially thing. Especially in hip hop, that's the, yeah. Like in hip hop, things carry on. You give it on and 
Terrible but when you have something, it's, I can see if it's like like chopping and screwing old Navy commercials or something, right. and then you getting upset. But it's like other people with in the city and even outside of the city, throughout the even if it's like somebody in Europe doing the shit, if they're like doing it under the under the stamp of hip hop, I feel like I think it's, it's called, homage. It's called uh, bro. I could make. I think I might make a whole section called like hip hop brain disorder, like hip hop disorders and shit. But I think it's a form of like hip hop trauma because screws screws death like he was on that rise and his death came so same thing with pimp like you know pimp had just got out and then all of a sudden it's like damn that nigga gone what the fuck and i think the people around and the people that was in that shit like went into trauma so what happens is like that's that thing that they have to hold on to him and so they overprotected it to the point where like you beefing with your own city about i'm just trying to keep the art form alive but I think it was because niggas probably weren't eating. You know, that, mm-hmm. that'll create that too. Like, I was with Screw. I was with that nigga every day. Who you? Who are you, nigga? You, you eating off his sound? And I'm not. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think that's a part of it too. It's hard to admit that, but. Yeah, niggas be ego tripping. Yeah. Rather than a bitch. Absolutely. Or they get salty. They be counting niggas' pockets. So, I think I think it was a, you know, looking back as the older me. When I was younger, I was like, just disrespect the screw name. But, like, I was, yeah. I, now, with perspective, it's like, yeah, you, y'all crushed it. Like, luckily, it was so dope that it's still breathing. Like, because people could have just not fucked with it. Yeah. If it had got to the point where, like, damn, you shoot the nigga in your own city? But trying to keep an art form alive? Like, niggas would have yeah. probably that's not why touched I, it. That's why I don't understand. That's why I don't understand. It's just like, he's not... Yeah, I just don't get it. They keeping it alive, and it's it's not like appropriation and no shit like that. No, no. Like, he just he just so happened to know how to spin that shit, and he knew how to time those chops, and he knew how to time that shit. And like, come on, it's clear where he got it from. It's called Screw. His name is in the art form. Yeah. So, yeah, it was crazy, man. But yeah, I got for a minute. I was real in the Screw. I was. Yeah. This is when I was living down the course of Canada, bro. I got introduced heavily. I mean, I'm in fucking Corsicana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the the beginning of East Texas. Pecan farms. Everything. But but it's a lot of H-Town niggas. All of East Texas, they banging screw at the time. So, niggas is talking about it. That's all we listening to. And that's when I got, like, introduced. Like, they thought I was weird for listening to East Coast shit sometimes. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) They thought I was a weirdo. I'm in there listening to Cassidy. And what the fuck is this nigga talking about? I remember when I <clears throat> when I moved back to um, Houston. Screw, I feel like screw music just never died. <laughs> it never died. It didn't. It really didn't, bro. Because it was strong when I was there when I was younger. It's strong and strong. And then I left, moved to Dallas, and then I went back for college, and it was still just as strong. But it just seemed like the music scene was more diverse. A lot of the, a lot more of the local rappers like started rapping more. I don't know. It like it seemed like they had more. East Coast influence. Well, this is the thing I'm noticing with music. It's a bit of a trend, but it's it's making sense now that we have data. We have hip-hop data. It's growing. So whatever the popping region of the time is, for the most part, it's just the wave that people going to jump on. Back to that operative word. Yeah, you got to... Yeah, that time... Like, Atlanta is it now. Yeah. Like, so everything feels like... A, Brooklyn feels like Atlanta. Yeah, like the point in time when I was in at U of H, that's like 
That's like American Jay Z, American Gangster, yep. and um, Kingdom Come, and you know, it was a it was a uh, fabulous that dropped some dope mixtapes. Lil Wayne was killing the game, and he wasn't. Yeah, he, he was the king at that time, yeah, and, actually. And so, like, his flow was influencing. Yeah, he was the king. His flow was <laughs> influencing a lot of people as well. So that influenced a lot of the music. Scene. I mean, when I was at U of H, the there was a heavy it was a heavy battle scene. Yeah, I think. But then, ooh, this opens that can of worms of, yeah, we know Louisiana. But how much stock do you put into that Gilly shit? What Gilly shit? The whole Wayne flow change up. And when he became the king, it was when his flow changed up to some Philly shit. Oh. So it, really it just means me. he found a style adapt adapted yeah. and, and kill. Okay, he I agree. Because he did. But like, people used to argue that. Like people, I've I've had hip hop debates with people that have put asterisks by Lil Wayne's name because of that, and I'm like, how? That's like teaching. I mean, Lil Wayne's not in my top five. So no, 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 no. He'd be top twenty. Yeah, he'd easily be in my top twenty. But there are some people that's like, no matter where you rank him, you got to put an asterisk. Um, th- this was the part I won't put the person name out there, but. Pretty much, Lil Wayne has an asterisk because had he, if he never would have switched his style, he wouldn't be who he is. And I just think that's a, a a dumb argument because that's like me coming into this world already knowing how to dribble a basketball, yeah. right? But the money is me throwing a football. I still have to possess that ability to adapt to throwing a football if all I've been doing is dribbling this basketball. Yeah. You feel me? I feel like that's what Lil Wayne did. To me, if nothing else, that's like... An, an even greater show, even more reason you should put him up. And everybody's like, nah, that's not his style. But yeah, that, I mean, the style changed, but yeah, I agree. he's still he's still putting that pen to that pay. He's still making them words, bro. He's still pumping out again. Yeah, he, volume. Did, he doing it, and especially at his prime, he was doing it better than, volume. than anybody else. Did so. you ever watch his little documentary? Yeah, I do remember Yeah, that. man. Yeah. Unless he was just putting on for the show, that nigga... Does not sleep and he works like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I hate to bring this shit up, but that's why when they talk about the seizure shit, like him having seizures and passing out, I just I don't know this man. But just if that was really a truly a snapshot of how he works, his body is just tired. I think that nigga's just tired. And everybody's like, oh, he only thirty, whatever, whatever. But that's like that nigga that's in the league yeah. taking all the hits. That's like a running back. He's like the running back of rap. <laughs> like he yeah. was out there. People take that shit for granted because he's so quiet now. Yeah, but he got a lot of he. The reason he's not in my like top five or top ten is because he has a lot of like trash and filler, filler tracks and filler mixtapes and filler albums. Like that's what is that going? Is that not going to happen when you putting out a sheer? That's why I guess the the, the volume debate has to come in because it's like when you're putting out that much. Yeah, but I feel like that's a I feel like that's a part of it though. I feel like you have to count it. I feel yeah. like you gotta yeah. count you gotta count the wizard gears for Jordan. I feel like you gotta count it's all a part of that body of work. You, Facts. You Facts. have to count it. Yeah. But even though those wizard years are embarrassing and it's like, oh nigga, nigga, you missed the dunk. No. It's like, bro. Then like three P seventy two ten like I remember it and like I get into arguments. This is like I know we're going off on another ten. No no no, we talking about music. Fuck it. But I'm just talking about the basketball thing. Oh <laughs> yeah, fuck like, it. Hey, like, I'm just going to say I'm just going to say now you BC like because I've recently <laughs> had this conversation with a lot of people. People get really upset with me when I tell people that Kobe Bryant is my favorite basketball player of all time. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player that ever lived. Mm, difference, but. 
Yes, there's a difference. There's Kobe a difference. is my favorite. Your this nigga, this nigga Jordan is fifty percent and clutch shots in game winning shots. Fifty percent career career. You got that's, a 50, 50 that's regular season playoffs <laughs> finals. Fifty percent. That's crazy. Uh, talk about that's numbers. Crazy numbers. That's B. crazy. I think LeBron James is like thirty eight percent or something like that. And that's, that's why. But and that's 50 why it's like straight down the middle, like straight down the middle, fifty percent. And this that's might be crazy. a tangent, and a lot of people don't like this man, or or that he's he rubs people the wrong way. But I love fucking Skip Bayless because people always interpret what he says as LeBron hate, and sometimes it feels that way. I think he's putting sauce on it sometimes, yeah. but for the most part, we're talking about a man that worked twenty years in Chicago covering Jordan when Jordan was that nigga. So he's looking at it. Like you're looking at it, fifty percent versus thirty eight percent, nigga. You ain't clutch, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, but people give up. They think he hating. It's a whole. Nah, you hate, no. Look at the numbers. Fifty percent. You gonna you gonna win this game? Like, I'm yeah. taking them odds any day. Yeah. LeBron, uh. And LeBron uh. gonna pass <laughs> the ball, and like, and this is, and it's not even necessarily bad because. I was I was watching earlier today. It was uh I want to say yeah, T Mac and Paul Pierce, and they were they were being asked um like for you uh personally, who would you like like to play with, and um and T Mac was like, I would rather play with uh LeBron over Jordan. And he was like, and Paul Pierce was like, "What?" He was right. like, "He was like Jordan's the greatest of all time." He was like, "He was like, I understand that." He was like, "I totally understand that." He was like, "But," he was like, "I'm thinking about me." <laughs> like, <laughs> and LeBron will allow me to be me more than Jordan would. That's, Jordan, you know what I'm saying? That's and great it, basketball and, perspective. That's great he, perspective. He wasn't. He wasn't saying that because because Paul Pierce was like, "What?" He's like, "But I just want to win. It's all about winning. It's all about winning." He was like. But at the same time, it's like yeah, you want to win, but you want to feel like you're a major part of it, and you want to you want to play with somebody that's gonna put you in the most advantageous position to be you. And if you're like T Mac or Paul yeah. Pierce, who at a scorer in their in in their primes were like some pretty goddamn good ass motherfucking players, especially offensive. Well, Paul Pierce had some D on them too, but yeah. like well, great the great and he was players. clutch. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they want to take some of them shots, and they want to they want to take some of them shots. But they were like, but people were talking down on LeBron about um like you know deferring to to Kyrie. But it's like, at sometimes being great means recognizing when you're not not being the greatest means recognizing when you're not the greatest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's the like. If he knows I'm 38 percent in these shots, and I know that that Kyrie is, pass this ball. is an assassin, he wants this hoe. He has a scorer's mentality. He's gonna go out there. and He's probably gonna get the shot that we need. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's a hero ball king. He's the best. He's number one hero baller yeah. in the league. Yeah, LeBron's basketball IQ is unsurpassed. Yeah, and I was like, exactly. That's basketball IQ. And like, because they were like, well, Jordan, he wants the ball every time. He wants the ball, and if he can get the shot off, he's going to take it. And I'm like, and that's cool, but that's not always. That's not always. It's different. It's different intangibles that players are going to possess, right? Like, like how I was giving a criteria for like what constitutes great for me or a list for music. It's very different when it comes to sports. Because 
and maybe I guess that's why you give different perspective talk perspective talking about music because me being a former athlete like long time ago but still it's a it's a mindset and once you understand what go and then maybe that is for music too I can't speak to it but for me when I rank like athletes I rank them differently I don't give a fuck about rings that might be crazy but yeah, I, I hate that. People, no. I hate that all that the that's automatic exactly, go to. That's I hate exactly that. how I feel. I look like I look at it the way that Max Kellerman looks at it. Rings are tiebreakers. Mm, they're only. I like, give you that. Just only, in conversation pieces, really. Like is like when we're having debates, yeah. like you said, yeah. Because that makes that's a dope way to put it, bro. I it's a tiebreaker. Yeah, it's a like I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's an automatic. Oh, he's better than him because of the championship. He has five, he has three, so five is better. It's like, no, because it's still a team sport. And you have to consider, like, that contribution and this, that, and other. And it's, it's a tiebreaker because there's so many factors. Because case when, but and there's too many similar stats or whatever. And sometimes even I can't tiebreak with it just because, like, okay, say if I was starting a team tomorrow and I needed a big man, I don't think I'm picking Bill Russell in his prime. But he got, a, what, 11 of them hoes? Yeah. Oh, well... Yeah, and that's that's like a whole nother conversation because yeah. you have to think about the times that people were Ugh, playing. Yeah, in. facts. The league is faster. And now. one thing, and yeah, exactly. That's one thing that because people love to bring up well, well, because if you see like like you bring up the Warriors or the Heat or the Cavs, you know any of these championship teams, the Maverick Spurs, any of these cha- recent cha- the champ any championship team since like. 2000 pretty much yeah like they were like well they would have won but they wouldn't play in a bad boy pistons if they would have went up against them where they like, could really play it they would have been burning past like, them niggas it's man. like it's like not only that it's like <laughs> maybe maybe it would be maybe it would be different maybe some if you just straight up time machine took them back there play by them rules and they up there elbowing and damn near clotheslining you when you driving the paint maybe that would fuck them up but what what if you brought them from now. back then to now? Everybody filed out. And you can't do that. So you have to be a better basketball player. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't punch and shove and... and Put and, a nigga on his back. And hip check and like, you know what I'm saying? And do all this crazy stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be a better basketball player. You have to be, be better at movement and cutting and awareness and, and things like that. IQ. Like, and like you said, and the speed... The speed is so the athleticism. Yeah. Things that Michael Jordan did that was like, oh my God. Some a lot of the things that not everything, but a lot of things that he did that like blew people's mind. You can't even play certain positions if you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Next. If you can't it's like, a standard now. Michael like Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson going up, you know, ba- coming baseline from the right side, go up. A defender comes up. They bring the ball down, spin mid-air, and they come back from the left side and throw the ball up. That's like, oh, my God. That's crazy. Exactly. These guys, woo. Now, like, You might bro, see an old D. Rose just in 2011 doing that shit yeah, like, every you night. You not about to be a shooting guard on my team if you can't do that. If you can't switch up mid-air yeah. to, to get your shot off, like, unless you're just really good at drawing fouls, you're not even on my team if you can't do that. Yep. If you can't do, like, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, like when the cross the the early crossover like the first people just really cross the basic people. basic yeah yeah and all that type of shit and then like, came and fucked it up like <laughs> bro, you can't like bro you been like yeah I agree man like even like you know what I'm saying Joe Johnson would be out there like 
crossing niggas like Joe Johnson crossovers would be killing niggas mm-hmm. like fucking 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what would you do with a Shaq? Like, well, right now? Then I'm talking about take Shaq and his prime and put him transport him back to seventies, eighties. Come on, man. It, it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> yeah. It I, wouldn't be fair. That's why uh, as far as big man, I don't see how he ain't yeah. That nigga, man. And just like, and just, I feel like overall basketball IQ has has raised. And he could pass his ass off. Yeah, it has raised. And like, you know, kids are like playing, kids are like really playing, running full, like running basketball plays at like seven, eight years old. You know what I'm saying? Like running real plays, like yeah. calling for screens and, you know what I'm saying? Out there mixing niggas and like, it's crazy. It's like Evolution. overall uh, yeah, and like overall athleticism has raised, basketball IQ has raised, nutrition is a lot better. You know what I'm saying? I my think body, we discussed this my before. Body <laughs> my body different, B. My body different, B. Talking different. Talking different. Yeah, I just it's 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 just so much different. But yeah, that argument somehow spawned out of like top rappers. What, yeah. what was the most? What were we just talking about? The I was talking. We were talking about Wayne. Yeah. And yeah, and so why he's a, just adaptability. And then yeah. we got into LeBron Braun. Yeah. Braun James. LeBron James. Yeah. He's still a bad man though. Yeah, he's a bad he man, but yeah, credit. I'm starting a team personally. I mean, I guess if I'm if I'm starting a team and not playing, that was an inter- interesting perspective of him though, to take it into like, hey, what's Oh yeah, gonna, the T Mac perspective. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like he's he's gonna defer to me just like how he like he pushes JR, JR Smith to like shoot threes even when he's when he's Cold. broke. Cause then when he on, he gonna get I don't him. I don't I don't know. I mean He just I, don't get I, on I watched, often. I watched Jordan. I've seen Jordan play live on TV and all that type of shit. So I've Likewise. seen Jordan, but I wasn't like I didn't pay attention to it as much as I pay attention to basketball now. And I've gone back and watched these these games and these highlights and stuff like that. But I don't I don't know if Jordan would do that. If J.R. Smith missed four threes in a row, I don't think I think Jordan would probably say the coach to put him on the bench. Yeah, if J- once he missed that second one, yeah, Jordan ain't with the shit. Especially with J.R. Smith's attitude and whatnot, like yeah. But LeBron is like, no, it's the second half, B. Shoot that fucking three, Jr. And then Jr. just like he'll miss like fucking six threes and then come out of nowhere, clutch fourth quarter, drop like five of them hoes. Yeah, like yeah, because he see I've it, seen he. It. he he pulls that out of his players, and then we get shuffled. And that was that argument because they were like, and 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 um, what's the word? Paul Pierce acquiesced to to what he was saying in yeah. that he was like, well, it is true that he does. Jordan didn't make his make players around him better in the way that LeBron did. He was he made players better in that it's like he changed the swagger, like whatever whatever persona Jordan took on the team took on and he was the hardest worker and he and that pushed other people. He might not have necessarily been like, hey, you gotta come out here and work, but it's like he he like subconsciously or unspokenly like set the tone and set yeah. the bar. He just led by example. Yeah. Exactly. He led by example. Mm-hmm. Whereas LeBron, he's gonna lead by example, but he's gonna get you involved. He's gonna like you know what I'm saying? Like almost like playground type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um just that overzealous motivational ass speaker, but it's like you know he right, but if you if you built a certain way, like Kyrie, it's gonna rub you the wrong way. Yeah, and I can see how Kyrie could get upset too because yeah. it's like nigga, you left B. I they I was the number one pick B. I was number one, and you drafted. This is my team, 
And then you, and come then you back. just come, you just decide willy nilly. Oh well, I'm coming back, and now it's your team all over again. And then we lose, we lose, and because I was out, yeah. And then, and we know that because when I came back, I won that over. Like, well, LeBron had that clutch block, but he had yeah. the clutch shot. He was the the clutch master. And not even just that, like, he was mixed. Them, that last fourth quarter oh, period, he was just God. gone. He was gone. He's an offensive beast. Yeah. And he's he not blacked a, out. And he's not, a, and he's not like a defensive slouch, especially when you compare, when you consider the fact that he was traded for Isaiah Thomas, who is worse than James Harden was two seasons ago. Yeah. He, this nigga, they have to hide him on defense. I, they have to, it's crazy. That's bad. Like, he's a defensive liability. Yeah. But he's an offensive beast. But, like, Kyrie is just the truth. Oh, my God. Uncle Drew is the truth. Yeah, I give it to him, man. So, I, I, I give and it to him. He's proven it every and He's proven it every game. Yeah. Because, like, I was thinking, because, like, I, was, I thought he was going to thrive, but then Aaron Gordon got hurt. And I was like, ooh, I don't know. Right. Do you remember that with his ankles? Snapped? Yeah, that oh was my. crazy. That, that was, was one of the few games I actually watched. Yeah, I, I saw a lot too. That shit was nasty. But anyway, I thought once that happened, I was like, I don't know. Like, dang, Kyrie, I wanted because I wanted Kyrie to show out. Yeah. You don't give a fuck. That nigga still showing out. They still winning. Yeah, he going to do this. Like, game. they might go to the finals. <laughs> like, they like might. that? Yeah. They got the. They on some crazy win streak. I don't know if they lost recently, but... I think it's... Is it just three, or is it more than that? Oh, no. It was like 14. Oh, shit. Yeah, but they have a crazy record. They've been like... They've been doing really, really well. <laughs> really, really well. Yeah, it's about time to start getting into it. A couple games in. Everybody good and lathered up for the season. Everybody's in game shape. Yeah, they're... The Celtics are 18-4. and four. Oh wow, yeah, they they bodying it. Yeah, they going in. Yeah, nobody's even close. They bodying. Though the Detroit is number two, thirteen and six, and then Cleveland is number three, fourteen and seven. Okay. But they're number one. Interesting. I'm gonna have to watch this shit. And LeBron be on these interviews getting frustrated and salty and a bitch. Do we? Yeah, his hairline, the star. You see that whole start pulling back. You know that <laughs> he he be upset when they ask him questions and shit. What they be asking them though, like just no shit about Kyrie right. still or just regular shit? Oh uh, no, just like oh, the issues like with them like yeah. losing games and not doing doing so well, not doing so hot. Mine's not hot. Mine's not hot. A nigga lightweight blowing up off that shit. Yeah, it's the truth. The boy, the big shock, the truth in the booth, eh? <laughs> Fire in the booth. Spit the fire in the booth, but yeah, back to Asian rap. <laughs> it's a it holds uh uh a very special place in my heart though. Uh, and but I don't I don't want to say it's like a I feel like I have to have a H Town rap list, and then I have my like you know top of all time mm. my goal list that's an interesting point because I feel like if I put them in there kind of like how you were saying like yeah. Big Mo wouldn't even be in your top 100 that's... like I can see that with a lot of artists Big Mo probably would make my top 100 mm-hmm. most likely but you see what I'm saying like it's like yeah. I can name 99 other niggas that's yeah 
gonna bother you. Yeah, you got songs that are like memorable or yeah. songs that like strike a chord with me in some way. Yeah, I feel you. It's a lot of music out there, B. I wanna hear some music from the people. It's an, I know a, maybe we got some have the people submit some music if we have some Yeah, yeah, drop that some, email. What's that email address? Yeah, it's for the free at pwrmusic.com. It'll be in the description and whatnot, as always. Yeah. We could drop a little segment, you know, debut some music. Yeah, talk, do just some discuss reviews. it. Now, if y'all going to send it, you know, I know y'all artists and y'all sensitive about your shit, but we're going to, you hear how we, we talk music, so going to be fair critiques. It's not going to be to be mean. Just, yeah, I, I could probably get some, get a couple of tracks off of Twitter or something. I could probably put out a tweet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I can get at least three or four people to respond, so we can see. Do what we can do. Do some live on the spot <laughs> reviews, honest. Yeah. But if your shit is trash, if it's straight basura, we shall let you know. <laughs> we shall let you know, man. Nigga, been this week the work week has been real lately though. How was it, man? We ain't even talk. How was it like holiday? How was your Thanksgiving and shit? I ain't do nothing actually. I was kind of under the weather. I had a fever and shit, so I wasn't feeling that well. I just kicked back and chill. Oh yeah, you good now? You good? Yeah, I'm pretty good now. Nice, nice and and healthy. That's what's up. A little congested. It's the weather yeah. in Texas is crazy. Drastic. Seventy five during the day, and then it'd be forty something at night. Like yeah, sometimes it'd be forty during the day, yeah. and then the next day it'd be like ninety. Yeah. This is crazy. It's messing with me. The people could probably hear if, if they listen close enough. Get you some raw honey, bro. Some of that local honey. Yeah, for real. Hold you down. That's a very good idea. I do need to do that. You're welcome. <laughs> Straight from Esoteric Jones. Esoteric. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know we keep going like in and out like on the musical. Yeah. Topics and that, but like musical question though. So, because we're talking about like our, we keep bringing up our top list and stuff a lot. Say there was a person that you were digging, you know, considering dating them or going out with them on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. How much does their musical preference influence, or how how much could their musical preference potentially influence, you know, how you view them and you know. Probably your future with them. Uh, it definitely plays a role for me. Um, it would just depend on which end of the spectrum. You know, like, if our music... Well, I guess it, it doesn't depend on anything. Yeah, it affects it. But, like, if they have similar music taste, um, I might get a little closer to them. Like, I open up. I feel like I open yeah. up more. Because like, I was more so asking... In my mind, the scenario is they have horrible music taste. Oh. Like, they listen, or like, they only listen to, like, you know, I don't know, maybe pop, maybe they're, like, the hugest Taylor Swift fan. Oh, uh, if she Or, yeah. like, maybe they're a Keisha Cole fan. So, I encountered both of I know, those. that's why I said, that's why I brought that up, because I remember. <laughs> yeah, I can't, man. I, I don't even remember the chick's name. I just remember that yeah. we referred to her as Keisha Cole fan. Yeah. Um, Damn. Will that be? Is that too too? You're done. Like, and and it 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 really honestly okay. So it depends on how passively or aggressively they listen to this, right? Like, if it's like, oh, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. No, I mean to the point where you try to where you they want me to go to a concert or some shit. Yeah, or you know that like if I pursue a relationship with this person, I know that at least 
the first couple of years, they're probably going to try to convince me to be a fan. We could never be. Of what, like, whatever. Both of those scenarios, clearly, those the, those people aren't in my life anymore. <laughs> like, not even in any. Was capacity. it because of the music? It played like a fifty percent role because yeah, like other factors. Too. And so, this is an exception, and not they can tip the scales. Yeah, and yeah. this is an exception, not the rule, because she wasn't. Even, she was a stand. I didn't even know Keisha Cole's stands existed, bro. Yeah. Like. Keisha Cole stands, right with K Michelle stands. Yeah, and I could, I'd take, give me a K Michelle stand. <laughs> give, give, give me a Kroger. <laughs> give me Kroger Michelle. I can't, I can't with Young Keish. That's and, her name, woman. Hold up, her name is Kroger. No, it's not. Oh, okay. That's just gay shit I do. I just call it Kroger Michelle. Oh, okay. yeah. Sounds funny. Uh, I okay, think it's Kimberly. You like really happy. Like, I was like, wait a minute. That's her, what is that? What I know she's from Memphis. Stands for? No, for Kimberly. I'm from Memphis. Yeah. No, you don't shake the table. Try it. Try it. <laughs> with me if you want to. It's not a good thing. Okay? Now this back to that one. shaking the table. <laughs> don't shake unless you're ready to get shook. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yeah, I give me. Yeah, it's just it affects it, bro. I I I can't, especially Taylor Swift. I'm I'm judging you as a person. I'm judging <laughs> your values. Like if you're a Taylor Swift stan or fan, honestly. Fan period. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're a fan, like I guess if you're super casual and you ain't into the behind the scenes shit, but we in such an information age, you know the shit that <laughs> she be into. You so know that plays a part too. Absolutely. Absolutely, Mu- it's more. The musician is more than just the music for me. So do you, still, you don't listen to R. Kelly? No. Yeah. So you can. So could you date someone who was an R. Kelly fan, like an yeah. R. Kelly stand? <sighs> or maybe not stand, but they were like just really like that's their go to R and B. I can only because I mean we've been knowing we've been knowing he's been weird and creepy for <laughs> a long time, bro. But. I stopped listening to him for something other than the music. So that's more of a what's your stance type shit. Like not saying that I'm pro bitches in the basement, <laughs> <laughs> but I just remove myself, but I'm not going to judge you. If it, Especially if you're telling me like, I know all that shit fucked up, but the music, like I get it. Like music yeah. is powerful, it clearly. Is. So in that instance, R. Kelly, yes. But, on that Taylor Swift fuck, I just I don't know. Maybe it's maybe yeah. it's a hypo, maybe it's hypocritical. But, but I can't be Taylor. It's probably just a it's probably just a twofer because it's like you don't like her and you probably even if you did like her, that her style of music probably wouldn't be your go to. Like I side eyed Kendrick for doing a song with her. <laughs> I'm a stand and I'm a and I'm a Kendrick stand, but I'm that stand that's still like the the fuck? Like, why? So I try to be in fandom and standom. Still, I, I still try to have a level of objectivity. But yeah, oh yes, yeah, it's gonna affect the like. You know, I'm talking to somebody now, like yeah, and we get along well because of the R and B shit. Um, but it's just you know sometimes I get a little too hippity hoppity. Yeah, <laughs> she ain't with the shits, and I respect it, so I don't get. Yeah. I find our middle ground, like something I yeah. know we both like, and we we both kind of do that. That's you know kind of how it is for me. Like, you don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to be a fan of all the things that I'm a fan of. But as long as my music doesn't bother you, then I'm pretty. I'm, and vice versa, yeah. yeah. But don't like, don't like push it on me. Yeah, like and, but unless I it's super. I dope. like see, I like mo. I like so much music, 
it's like unless you like pushing death metal or like polka on me, then I, I it really doesn't matter. I'll even try if, death metal. Even if a chick was, it. even if a chick was, um, like a a Taylor Swift stand, I don't think that would bother me. Yeah, I mean maybe. I don't think I could date. I couldn't date a barb, bro. A barb. Yeah, I know people say they are kids, but there's some grown ass barbs out here. Oh, there's a lot of them. I, I didn't know that they were kid barbs. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, I'm sure. Who's letting a child be a kid? Bro. You'll be surprised. But yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't date. A, yeah, it's a few. It's a couldn't date. And this is no diss to the artists. It's just these few fan groups that I'm about to mention ride so hard for their faves, and I would be on eggshells thinking I'm gonna say some shit and they gonna flip out. Like I couldn't date a Beehive member. I couldn't date a Barb. I I feel like Beehive members like. It's, it's so many of them though. That's kind of hard to say that you wouldn't date a be. It's a lot of them. But when I say so when I say beehive, I'm talking about them niggas going in and shutting down Twitter accounts. There's like, a lot of them. You'd be you'd be surprised. Like being a beehive, like and I fuck with beehive. Like, a lot of them. We be. just going back. Shit, we talking about H. Like that bitch is like that's H Town. I dated a chick before, and I didn't. I hadn't. I like. I knew. Like I'm pretty sure she played Beyonce songs and stuff, and it wasn't like we were dating for a super long time, like maybe a couple weeks in, and then it was like Beyonce's birthday, and she was like, "Oh my God, we have to celebrate!" See, it's those like, moments. Did some crazy shit like bought roses or some shit or some retarded shit. Like I was like, Dang, "Those are the moments I couldn't do." That's real. It's a. What I'm saying is, there's a lot of. Yeah, them. I guess so. Well, that, there's a that lot narrow, of them out there. That narrows the pool, and they probably won't talk to my broke ass either. So we even, cause I ain't mm-hmm. Jay, baby. I'm not. <laughs> Speak for yourself. You know what I'm saying? We are getting this money, baby. Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? We're getting this money, baby. I'm you know good. what I'm saying? You I can't see me, but you see me. You know what I'm saying? You can't see me. Yeah. I, that, that that level of fandom, like those, like it's their birthday and I got to do this. Like, I, that makes me uneasy. <laughs> it just makes me uneasy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I, I fan out. Like, I have people that I'm like, like, I cried when Aaliyah died. I remember that. Yeah, and you made me a poster with a bunch of her pictures on it. I remember because you yeah. saw me sad. You're, yeah. a, you're a good nephew. I remember but that. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I just don't. It wasn't that real. Like after that happened, or even when she was here, it was like, yeah, I knew the dances to the video, but everybody did. You know what I'm saying? Like, or especially at that age. But I just can't see myself out here now. If you know somehow she was still here, like I just don't think I'd be riding like that. Like, oh, it's January, whatever. I know, I know her birthday's in January, whatever. Let me go. That's odd to me, bro. Yeah. And no disrespect, guys. Don't come. Don't come high. Because <laughs> I, I can listen to Beyonce every day. Like I, like, I, yeah. could, I could. I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm Absolutely. I don't know. I wouldn't be like a a beehive person, but sometimes I, there have been moments where I've seen like some blatant disrespect. Like throw her away. I'm like, absolutely for no the reason. Fuck. Yeah, people think just <laughs> like, because you're not a beehive member, like you have to like it's it, it's this very odd yeah paradigm. Like but yeah, that's because the beehive. Because I look at beehive as like the people who like who like you know thought that old girl was Becky with the good hair and went at her on yeah. her Twitter and stuff. Like that's crazy. And didn't like, even know that they like, was actually hitting up Rachel Ray. Like that's yeah, next level. Like yeah, like just going in like that's crazy. But like if I don't know if, if you know what I'm saying, El Trumpo like went out and said something about Beyonce, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, bro, and that's the shit your, that he would you shut your fucking shut mouth. Your, 
don't you ever say the my yeah. president's name. Like that's <laughs> I would tell that yeah. to their president. Like nigga, you nah. Know nah. Beyonce, Oprah. You know what I'm saying? There's a few of them out here. Yeah. It's so like, I get it. Almost. I guess I'm a beehive sleeper cell. Yeah. I feel, I that's the way to that. put it, bro. Like you got all these frontline beehivers and they getting it. They bodying yeah. niggas. Beyonce. I fucks with Beyonce. Hell yeah. I'm I'ma claim that. Yeah. Sleeper cell. <laughs> be our sleeper cell. Be our sleeper cell. Yeah, man. I fuck with her. I fucks with her tough. I can't wait to whatever the fuck she cooking up come out because I know she cooking up something. And she always cooking something up as long as it's better than that bullshit with Eminem. Yeah, that was T Rash. T Rash. Did you get a chance to check it out? The all song, the way? like all the way. Yeah, finally. Uh, yeah. It don't really underwhelming. Very, very much so. Anticlimactic, <laughs> like those are the words. I guess it was like, ah, okay, what else, M? Yeah, hey, but I told yeah, member, yeah. you know, my unpopular opinion. I'm not a like I've never listened to an entire Eminem project. I dude. need some new man. I'm a uh, I'm about to just scour for some music suggestions too. So, like I said, email for the free at pwrmusic.com. Send us y'all music. Send us music suggestions. I need some new music just to keep my life going big because. I go through music so much. I listen to stuff so much. It's like it gets old fast. And a lot of the stuff, like I said, just don't have like that staying power like a lot of music does. Like, of course, I can always go back to like there's certain albums, right. certain albums. I can always go back to Equimini, AC Aliens, and things like that. But I still want new music. And it's, it's hard to find. I agree. You know who Killer Fonte is? Just random note. I remember earlier you were saying something like about the P-Rock song, like how it would be dope, even if it was like no drums or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer Fonte, he has this one song. It's like, I can't even remember. So you're not Fonte. I don't know who Killer Fonte. So not Fonte from uh, Little Brother or Mm-mm. Foreign Exchange. Okay. Mm-mm. No, his name is Killer Fonte. And he has this song <laughs> called uh, Where Your Money At. And the whole song, it has no drums, but he kills this Let's shit. hear it. Yeah. Where your money at? I ain't got Look, broke fuck. What it is. Niggas know what it is. Killer. Fuck this shit. Hey, love. AK with a big drum. Tell me why these niggas worry about my income. Shit is money everywhere. You should get some. I got hella different bitches I can pick from. I'm still sipping, but they tell me I should stop. You can sip, but all these other motherfuckers gotta drop. Auntie got an eight. Where she at? I'm tryna cop. And I'ma keep flipping while these other niggas flop. Yeah, where your money at? Rolly cost a couple stacks. Always pull that trigger first. Don't be the nigga busting back. I see you talking shit. I'm tryna see what's up with that. Watch your mouth because these niggas they are running back. Some niggas out tryna prove they self. They be tryna find a Life finna lose they self So confused my fuck They don't fool they self I like designers But I'm only in the shoes and belts But I like that West West shit Yeah I be having West Coast days Well that's the one coast we didn't hit Yeah I mean we talked about a lot of random Yeah A lot of random It's it's a lot of shit we hit But yeah I mean as far as like We went regional We went from H-Town to Memphis To the east We didn't show the West no love Or the Midwest but We hit Midwest a little bit yeah, we were just talking about how it was fast and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because of course you got like TDE and the whole camp. Yeah, that whole TDE Black Hippie Day. Hey, them guys. Yeah, Nip Hustle goes hard in my bed. As fuck. Yeah, yeah. man. Sometimes if I'm in the mood, YG, 
fucks with YG. Um, I think we talked about last um that old Dom Kennedy is the truth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The new stuff I haven't really been rocking with so much. But. Did you ever get into Compton Menace? Mm-hmm. Nigga that he just looked like the game. He that nigga that looked like the game blood nigga. He was in Yeah, a, I don't know who that is. Uh, I thought you were talking about a Dom Kennedy song. I don't know who that oh, is. Oh no, yeah, it's a nigga. I yeah. don't know who that is though. Yeah, yeah. Compton Menace. Is he worth checking out though? Yeah, he's good. He was on uh, actually if you saw uh, straight out of Compton, remember the nigga that hopped on the school bus in the beginning? He gave that whole spiel yeah. to the kids. That's Compton Menace. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were like robbing their home. <laughs> yeah, or something like but that. he was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's they pulled that whole over. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that's him. But yeah, he spits. I'm about to go. It all depends on the beat, though. Because, like, when a West Coast beat is right, that motherfucker is it's right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but sometimes it could be off key. Sometimes it could be off key. Did you ever fuck with Sugar Free? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sugar Free. Spitting that pimping. Teach you to put you on some game. Hmm. You gonna knuckles on some game. The bike's back. Yeah, this nigga on this chopper, B. Chopper City in the <laughs> ghetto. Um, well, BG. <laughs> Follow your list. Uh, BG. Who do you make your top 100? B-Jizzle. Yeah, he top 100. Niggas in trouble because the hot boys behind the trigger. You know, Niggas slip on turk, you though. Know some gorilla. It be so hard making these lists, bro. He's a body work. That's a body of work thing, though. He has yeah. like, probably some of the least amount of music. He has music now, but I don't really like his new shit. Now that he like out of post-prison turk. Yeah, yeah, older. Man, see, murder went hard. What about Sick the Shocker? Because a lot of people, because I was a huge Sick the Shocker fan yeah, when right. I was younger. Yeah, but a lot of people don't fuck with him because he rap off beat like a lot. If, if if I, yeah, he had the he had the star power, he had the brand, but I I preferred Fiend. Fiend goes hard. Fiend still goes hard. Yeah. International Jones. Yeah. Fiend is the truth. I prefer Fiend. Womp, womp. But yeah. you know the story has it. The nigga was like lazy as fuck. Was late to meetings and stuff all the time. Also, he had an ethic. Yeah, but yeah, but the nigga went hard though. Outside yeah. of that, I mean, no limit had a roster. Be mystical, mystical, Mac, fucking um, Mercedes, Mia X. Um, they had a roster on them. Mr. Magic. They even had Snoop Dogg. They did. They did. Re- yeah, they got Snoop out. That's it. Helped Snoop get out of that situation. Yeah, RIP to Mr. Magic, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. Gloss over that. When that happened? I thought you said... Uh, Mm-mm. Yeah, he was... Wait, Mr. Magic is uh, I Smoke, I Drink, right? I'm supposed... Yeah. Yeah, he passed away. He uh he was in a car accident, him and his daughter. His daughter lived, but he... I had he, no idea. He died. Rest in peace. Yeah, RIP, Mr. Magic. Damn. Yeah, Crazy. that was a couple of years ago, more than a couple of years ago. But yeah, it was sad. Got him. <laughs> Would you put L O? Did they have Chopper with Chop? Chop. Yeah. Ah, not the uh, making a band Chopper. Yeah, Chopper. Even yeah. though that nigga went hard to hit. The he was from New Orleans too. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but you remember he changed his name to Young City. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he tried. It just he couldn't stick. Yeah, he had a couple of songs that was dope though. Yeah. That was like that he dropped on like World Star shit. He just one of them niggas, man. When I look at him, he has the, he has a New Orleans face, bro. It's seriously some people <laughs> nah, from New Orleans got yeah. a got a face, bro. This this look, this unmistakable. Like if nothing else, that nigga was super New Orleans face, bro. Yeah, he was New Orleans out. New yeah. Orleans out. Yeah, New Orleans is dope. I went there for the first time. Um, for the holiday. Oh yeah, man. you did. You was yeah. going for a minute, man. You went on a fantastic voyage. Man, I needed it, bro. I needed to say, forget reality for a second. It be like that. 
It was Sometimes, good. my sister. It was good, man. Mm. That city just live. Bro. I know it's a lot of uh, you know, like a lot of mysticism and stuff. Did you, you get to? It. Did you get to get in touch with your inner esoteric Jones? I did actually. I actually went to see my my clairvoyant. Esoteric. My clairvoyant lady. You know, went and talked, chat. Jones. We lit some incense. We burned some sage. Yeah, yeah. Erica Badu. Oh, uh, nah, we just talked. You know, she had the amethyst crystal. <laughs> yeah. Like, like she was with the shits, candle burning, flip, mm-hmm. flipping the cards. Do you walk Stars away feeling refreshed or enlightened or anything like that? All of that. That's what's up. I never feel heavy. It don't feel spooky to me. I'm like, oh my god. We ain't like a lighting up chicken bones. Enough. Yeah, no, 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 no. I ain't with that. I, I mean, those who with the voodoo do your thing. That's just not. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah, that's not the side I want. To, that's not the side I'm personally on. Um, I'm more stars in the cards. <laughs> stars in the cards. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But so, but you party? You got some oh, party at your party in here? Got my party in. Went to went to a fucking little reggae spot. I believe it was in Holly Grove. Holly um, Grove. Holly seven seventeenth wall. Is that? <laughs> the, I wonder is that disrespectful? Like mimicking people's accents, <laughs> especially know. when you're bad. But yeah, no, like yeah, seventeenth floor. Went to a reggae spot out there. Um, Canal Street, Bourbon Street. Uh, you know, just kind of just riding out, bro. That's little, what's up. Little eateries. The thing I love about it, man, like no houses, no two houses next to each other are the same color. Yeah, I I love I love that area. I love going to New Orleans. I haven't been in at least like six or seven years. Yeah. But the last time I went, it was. It's always a fun experience. I've been there a couple of times. It's always fun. Even when I was young and not old enough to do stuff. It was always fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I'm trying to get back. Trying to get back real soon. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. I need a vacation. That's what I need. I ain't. I haven't gone out of town since like LA. And that was like the summer. Beginning of the summer. So. You had a your way. You could go somewhere this weekend. Where would you go? Oh. Uh-huh. Like if I had it my way, I'll like, say go, U.S. cities. Oh, okay, within <laughs> reason. Be like I'd go like Monte Carlo and walk down a cobblestone road or some shit. But um, probably Atlanta because I I'm I'm in the mood to like network and get some music done, but just be in a different place, a different vibe. Because sometimes it's like just being around other people that are hungry makes you hungry and stuff like that. And I right. feel like right now Atlanta is hungry. I as agree. far as the music game goes right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm kind of hungry, so like some chicken and waffles would be <laughs> Get some wings at a strip club or something like that. All yeah. of that. Get the famous lemon pepper. You know what I'm saying? So, I dig it. They need to come make that trip. Yeah, we should. Get inspired. Well, no, we got family up there. So. Facts. Might need to make that trip, do it like a road podcast. That'd be nice. That would be cool. It'd be dope as fuck. Yeah. Location. Location, location, location. But yeah, where would you go? If you can go anywhere this weekend, U.S. city, continental U.S. Portland. Oregon, yeah. Get blaze. Yeah. Trailblaze. Trailblaze. Crisp air. Trees. Just fresh. Yeah, that'll be nice, too. That'll be nice, too. Like, alternative. Yeah, that will be nice to go somewhere just in nature. Mm-hmm. Chill. You know, smoke a little. I was on Airbnb, man. It's a fucking treehouse, dude. I think you told me about that before. And it's, it's crazy. Amazing. Yeah, go live in the treehouse. Yeah, like I would go stay in the treehouse and like 
and from his balcony, you see the whole city of like Portland, because it kind of it's kind of up. It's, it's fucking treehouse. It's in the woods, and it's like one of those substantial, those substantial trees, because it's, it's not no dinky shit. Like whole fucking house. It's like one of those you would see on HGTV. Like yeah. Shit is amazing, and I would just sit there and just smoke, bro, and <laughs> order Uber Eats if they deliver out that far, and just post. <laughs> that would be post. amazing. What time does Uber Eats stop delivering? Oh, man, they, they 24 hours. If it's drivers on the road, they coming. I'm hungry. And you can get back, like, I don't eat McDonald's, but they got basic shit, bro. Like, you can get whatever. It ain't just restaurants no more. Like, you can get fat. They'll, they'll hit the fucking drive through for you. That's what's up. This is like a fucking Uber Eats commercial. <laughs> Y'all niggas cut that motherfucking cut the check. Shit of that 